ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my Say it to my face. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have tuned in to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Mark E. Stewart. Here with my partner in crime, as always, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. <gasps> Why you put, you punching in the air like like Trey? I'm knocking, out, I'm knocking out all podcasts. I'm oh, okay. Them all out. Huh, I thought you was... huh. Stat lines matter coming for the number one spot. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we um before we even get into uh any of the stuff that we have slated to talk about today, um I did because we I know we haven't talked about this uh in the days after, but um I want to give a congratulations to your Georgia Bulldogs for, uh, in case y'all don't know, Rob is a, a big uh, Georgia fan, Georgia Bulldog fan. He's born and raised in these parts and uh, been a big, big Bulldog fan. And me, on the other hand, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, uh, born and raised in South Suburban Chicago, like it, literally in a town uh, very near the border of Indiana. So I grew up a, 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 a Notre Dame fighting Irish fan and always have been. So our teams don't, really play each other that much we've played twice in the last three years uh and to congratulate y'all y'all got us uh this week um we're not gonna talk about no details and nothing i just want to say congratulations to you and uh you know i always i'm one of those fans because i live here in the south now i live here in atlanta um i'm one of those fans who understand the power of the sec and the fact that the brand of football that they play and georgia is at the top of that and i think there's a big key win for them and i think this should propel them uh, for a good chance to take down the entire SEC this year. You don't so want to discuss Levi getting now, hyped with Notre Dame. <laughs> your son rooting for Notre Dame is the best thing that happened for me in that game. And I, okay. and, and for the record, okay. like I'm I'm taking no moral victories or anything like that because everybody thought I don't care about that stuff. If if I will say this, if at the end of the season, the if we happen to be eleven and one and the voters happen to feel like that was a good loss and whatever. Like, but I take nothing from losing a game. I'm old school. You either win, you know, either you're first or you last. I'm Ricky Bobby with this. <laughs> All with right, this. well, well I'll, I'll just take that. Congratulations. But no, but on real, real oh, on some realness, you, like, you, congratulations you. on the win. I appreciate that, yeah. you know. Yeah. The, hey, the, the Bulldog, no, we're not trying to go down this way. The, the Bulldog Nation, though, as a whole, is not happy with that win. I'm very happy with it. It's a top 10, it's a win over a top 10 team. And considering, particularly with the, never mind. Anyway, thank you very much. Because we can talk about that all. Well, sometimes time. I think yeah. sometimes fans' expectations don't necessarily match up with what's really what the material is really on the field, you know. But I will say this: couple quick notes on that. Um, largest capacity uh, in the history game in the history of, uh, of stadium. Sanford Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, which was dope. And I didn't realize that they added some seats. Like, yeah, I don't know how many seats, but they added some seats in order to accommodate which set the record. And also um, we had 9 million, like over 9 million people watch the game, which was about double uh, any other game that Saturday. And it's one of the, uh, probably be one, probably one of the highest, if not the highest SEC um, games outside of the SEC championship. So there you go. Yeah. Great, great for CBS putting that in the uh, nighttime. In the nighttime. That Mm -hmm. was a big, because they only get one SEC on CBS. A year, and that's usually uh, Florida. I mean uh, Alabama, LSU, and they moved. So that was a whole perfect. Oh, how could they? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, man, one of the things I noticed I want to talk about real quick um, to just touch on because we are obviously in the midst of uh, football season. Um, we are, you know, three games in and change, uh, and they just announced that uh, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. And Shakira are going to be the uh, entertainment at the Super Bowl. Yes, which I'm personally cool with. I like J Lo. I know J Lo not personally, but we've met a few times. I'm a fan. I have a great deal of respect for how she's sort of cultivated her career. So I think this is a crowning moment for her because I don't think coming where she came from, she'd ever. I don't think anybody would have ever projected Super Bowl performance for her. Right. But it's a perfect fit. Um, it's a safe play, Miami, Latin music, Latin artists, like all of that. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there, there's that. Um, I just, you know, I I envision a little bit with Rock Nation taking over and spearheading this this deal, if you will, or, you know, uh, closing a deal on his talent for the Super Bowl. I envision a little bit more 
of a of an urban edge to this. So uh, I am, uh, but I'm waiting. They said there are more names to be added. So, yeah, but them gonna be so I'm, those, <laughs> but them names gonna be Bad Bunny and 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 Pitbull and, and Gloria Estefan. Oh, you already know. Like I mean, listen, that right. mu- because because that first of all, that music is is literally some of the top streaming music in the world. And then you're going to a place where that music is is sort of I don't want to say it's indigenous to the space, but there's a lot of fans that mess with that. It's a huge Latin community, so you know it's going. What what it's not going to be? It's not going to be meek, and I I don't anticipate. That. Okay, I don't I, anticipate the stuff that you're okay, talking. Okay, what about. I'm saying is this: tip Latin fans, people, is baseball, and it's it's uh, soccer. Now, okay, are there? Latin fans in Miami that follow the Dolphins that have been lifelong, yes. But the overwhelming majority of that demographic, they follow what? They follow soccer and baseball. Soccer and baseball. Yeah. And baseball. W- so, so I think it will be a huge travesty to have the alumni from Liberty City that literally NFL, from Antonio Brown to Duke Johnson to you know the list, uh, Devontae Freeman, uh, Chad Chad Johnson. This list, Malcolm Brown. The list goes on and on. I'm sorry, Marquise Brown. The list goes on and on of the guys from Liberty City to not have, you know, Ross or Luke or one of the or Trick Daddy or one of the many artists that and all these artists have crossed over into the pop realm and are probably a little bit, particularly Rick Ross, are probably a little bit more, I won't say a little bit more relevant, but definitely, you know, are probably bigger NFL fans that represent the larger demographic of people who uh, follow the NFL, particularly out of Miami. I think that would be. The biggest travesty because you got you're gonna you're, you're putting in the Latino aspect, which you I, I, they should be represented. But I'm saying as far as NFL fans and people who follow the game, and you gonna be in the backyard of Liberty City with all those p- players that are in the NFL to not have any artists that come from that would be I think at least at least let can you let can we let <clears throat> Antonio Brown perform like in the back like what they doing Hipstone Live with the speed louder he just be. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's not like he just come out poof in the big smoke. I don't think Antonio Brown, in the light of everything, he just, just be on the speed ladder. <laughs> I don't think Antonio like Brown. he's doing the hips still light. He's just in the back, off to the side. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath on, on that. The speed ladder. I, I think to your point, um, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, get your mind off all of that. But that's um, but that's Liberty City. Well, because here's the thing: if they didn't do it for Atlanta in a real way, so which true. has a greater musical legacy Teddy Bridgewater like a greater musical legacy than you know than South Florida yeah I don't anticipate it happening there uh and the second thing is the Super Bowl is not a football event it's a worldwide event on the level of the World Cup so I think the idea is always to try to go as mainstream as you can which is like I'm not saying I agree but I think what people who see it through an urban-centric lens have to understand is that they're not even thinking that way. Now, is Jay going to interject that into the room and allow for a Rick Ross, who I think has the stature to do it? Possibly. But here's the thing on the flip side. A guy like Rick is big enough in his space, not just within the world of music, but now things that he's doing outside, that he might take that as a, hey, come out and be a small part of a J-Lo performance or a Shakira performance. He might take that as a as a slight and be like, no, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Whereas I know Trick Daddy will be It'll happy be all to up do in it. There. Yeah, 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 but yeah, they're not yeah. gonna call Trick. Trick Trina. They're not calling it. JT Money. Hey, would, Jeffrey Tompkins. Hey, money would make my I, whole hey, year. You already know. <laughs> you brought out Jay, baby, the original hey, Miami shout ambassador. Shout out to Jay. Yes. The the, the Beizer. Yes. Man, yes. he come out there and do our song. Who that? That oh would be, my, oh, that would that be amazing. Make it, oh, totally go up. Super yeah, high. but but it's not gonna happen. So just wet, wet blanket after all of that. Oh, I'm definitely wet blanket. We got it so excited. <laughs> we need JT Money and the Poison Clan. They not coming. And, and, and a tribute to Uncle now, Al. Now, here's the thing. What they what they can do is things around the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, those yeah, you have they that. They're going to be on that. With no cameras, no nothing. You nah, go just they're going to be enjoy having your yeah, little, they, be these cameras. Your, your little juke joint performance off to the side. Yeah, but not. You know, over mm-hmm. here. You know, but you're not going to be. Jay ain't doing that. What you're not going to be is a halftime of and the I, NFL. I, I, feel, I feel like Jay safely, you know, got in the middle of that. I guess that's what he's there to do. Um, I think it's a safe play. I think it's the right. I personally think it's the right play. I don't even think Shakira from. She not, no, she not. She not from there. But what I'm saying, I mean, J Lo, she's not from, from the there block. Either. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, the there hell? are two major international stars 
who make music that speaks to the sensibility of the region. It's Miami, and there'll be some Miami ties, but it'll be well, Gloria they, they Stefan. They could get one of them. One it'll of them, be Pitbull. Uh, one of them uh, Korean rock and uh, rap, uh, pop, BTS or somebody. If you want to do world, you want to go world. What's some of the Korean uh, B, you know, it's a BTS one BTS, of them? BTS, yeah. Monster X. Yeah, get that. Then if we yeah. want to speak to the world, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get that's, people that are not from Miami at all, but just can speak Spanish. I don't think, like, it, has, I don't think it has to do. I think I think you're putting Where too Pitbull much on the location. I, I think Pitbull will come out. I Miami. Think gonna, yeah, I think you're going to hear some Cayocho. <laughs> I, I think you'll get all of that. Put him in like a hair tie. <laughs> you said no Spanish words. It felt Spanish, it, though. It did. You look Spanish. <laughs> well, I, I strive. Yeah, you look like you play a little second base. <laughs> I play highlight. <laughs> anyway, um, you brought up second um, base. That's not a power hitting. Like I, I light hitting. I got good. I'm a slap hitter. Slap. <laughs> two thirty nine batting average. Two, but I got no errors. Very few errors in about thirty nine stolen bases because you just steal second when you get on. <laughs> that's that's that's. <laughs> hey, I take it though. Hey, for real, if it gets you a check. Um, you mentioned Antonio Brown. Antonio. Um, man, we haven't really talked. Uh, deeply about this. I think we got it into a little bit, but a few things have happened since the last time we talked. I mean, this guy literally has talked... Is it safe to say that he's literally talked himself out of football? Maybe for good? For Well, he's trying to talk his way, his way back in now, saying that he's not retiring. He, sa- he said um, that I... I uh, that I... that they need me because, uh, uh, like, test answers. Not like uh, I'm the answers to the test, but like test answers. <laughs> what is that? I guess basically saying the game needs him, you know, and uh, he said he's going to be working out at a high school, different high school, every day next week in Miami. And that, uh, well, and I don't know. Uh, and then he also enrolled in Central Florida, re-enrolled. Central, Central Michigan. Central Michigan. That's right. Yeah. Central which Michigan. Which is his. Which is his alma mater. One of his alma maters. Well, do you have to graduate? Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, it to technically yeah. be your I mean, what, did, what did them transcripts look like? <laughs> like, like what are those? What are those transcripts? So, so the, the classes that he enrolled in were uh, intro to management, uh, technical writing, which he definitely need that. Have you seen his, his tech messages? Like, yeah. Oh my god. He needs. He needs writing one on one. Yeah. He needs like the whatever the the the, the what, first thing. Yeah. They what do. the slaves learn after they got free? Like wow. that writing course. Like we need you to learn. This is an aura. This is a T, you know, and he got uh, taking another course called Death and Dying. Guess it's a, I don't know what, because 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 I guess maybe death may be different than dying because you already did, so maybe they just like clearing that up, whatever that little space (laughs) between death and dying is. Yeah, and racism and 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 equality is the other course that he uh, enrolled in. So I don't, and they're all online courses, so it's like similar to like you know DeVry. Uh, whatever. Well, a lot of schools offer online courses. I mean, he going only online. And, and you know, it's funny because... Did you read that, just as a side note, did you read that uh, Justin Fields, all his classes are online? Don't get me started on Justin Fields. but Former I, I Georgia that, player, Georgia yeah. transfer. Yeah, and I don't mind that he... Never mind. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But, but I think know. that's interesting in the in the sort of the realm of what's supposed to be college. student athlete yeah. in college. Yeah. The kid, there's some kids that are hardly gone campus. That was his point. I'm hardly on campus because most of my classes online. Yeah, and um, and so I guess you know if they're online, then maybe that allows for more time to dedicate to you know football, which I'm not necessarily mad at. No, he's listen. He's there to play football. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know a lot of people take that as you know some sort of uh you know he's there to play football. Look, this kid, this kid is he's going to the NFL. He's gonna he's gonna be able to make eight figures in his first season, you know, through endorsements, et cetera. Let's not get it twisted. Ain't no degree that he going to get from Ohio State going to be able to pay him that in year one. And I think, I think irrespe- like, just without regard to the NFL, he still, whether it was at Georgia or whether it was at Ohio State, he was there to play football. He was like, their, their interest in him was as a football player, not academics. So, do, so, regardless of the type yeah, of student he was, that's that's true. So, and 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 so, bringing it back to Antonio, um, you know, did you know that this? It's recently come out that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick were not, uh, uh, they they were they weren't with the move of him being cut. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I I have to believe this that that that, that makes sense in this respect. 
is that you took a lot of heat to bring him in because you thought he could help you win a championship. And I'm sure that Tom and the offensive coaching staff was salivating at the things that would the offense would be allowed to do with a talent like that. Because nobody in their right mind is questioning him about his talent, what he brings to the football field. But dude is stone cold crazy. He, Tom Brady was, uh, and, and the reporter who uh, put out this article is Tom Curran from NBC Boston, said that uh, Tom was quoted Tom as saying that the things he saw Antonio do in practice was unlike anything he had ever seen. No, they've never had a and dynamic was, wide receiver like that since uh, Randy Moss. Yeah, but he's like nothing and, like he had ever seen. Yeah, and and used the quote unquote breathtaking. Yeah, and and they were trying, they wanted to just see this thing through until they got something, you know, more than allegations. But I think uh, and and Robert Kraft, they said, has never ever superseded Bill Belichick when it came to making a move like this. Bill wasn't with it. Tom wasn't with it. This was a Robert Kraft move, basically, I guess, protecting the brand. I wonder if he cut him from a massage parlor. Like, hold on, wait a minute, baby. (laughs) Suspend your activities. (laughs) Suspend the manipulation. (laughs) The number four. I can't can't do it. Hold off on that. Wait a minute. I got to make this call. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um, I, I, listen, I, I can only. Wrapping the towel around him. Hold on one second. (laughs) I can only look at it from this perspective as somebody who's, you know, had organizations. Guys like him will eventually erode elements of your organization and take you off of your goals. Like, and I, I was looking at the press conference that um, just a normal weekly press conference that Belichick was trying to have, and they literally couldn't talk about anything other than Antonio Brown. And and I and I mentioned one of the dynamics that sort of come up from this, and I've seen some people on my timeline uh, put this on, like, you know, like, as black people, we should stick by him because this is just an accusation and he hasn't had due process. And and they were calling it a ban from the league, which I had a big problem with because the, the league hasn't even investigated nor made a decision about either situation, either the— So it's implied— yeah, there's there's no ban. Right. What he did is his behavior because he actually got someone to hire him in the midst of an investigation. Correct. So obviously people and get and to guarantee him if he was smart enough to keep his mouth shut, fifteen million dollars for that season. If provided he made it through the season. And so I don't think personally that Antonio Brown deserves our support because he's not out of football for either one of those allegations that I actually believe based upon what I read will probably turn up nothing in terms of criminal um, activity or criminal uh, like convictions or anything like that. Because the one, the first allegation was a civil, uh, mm-hmm. a civil case. And then the, the, the woman in the second case never brought it to anybody. She was asked about it through a journalist and told someone her story. Right. And then this fool decides to hit her with intimidating messages and question her being a mother and putting her kids in a group text with his lawyer and all that kind of stuff, and he's leading the charge. And I'm like, what team do you have around you? Where's Drew Rosenhaus, your agent? Who's your lawyer? Why didn't somebody immediately go, you need to put your phone down? He needs to put it. If he'd have just put his phone down, he'd be 45, by my estimation, no, $55 million richer. Sure. I Look, I ain't, and I don't know about what they could prove, what they can't prove. I know I saw him, I know about the feet thing with the cryogenic. I know about, the you know, there was an altercation with Mike Mayock. I know that he recorded a, a conversation with his coach and put it out on social media. That stuff I can't, stuff I know, the helmet nonsense, this is stuff that I know happened. Right. I don't know nothing about, they said that he smashed a girl in the room while the other girl was painting which, but that wasn't. But that wasn't part of even the story. The story was that he walked up in front of this woman who was doing a mural in his house, right? And and and, and, and put the stuff and pro- on and proposition. Yeah. No, I don't think even even that. But propositioned her. She rebuffed it and kept it moving. And then he paid her for the no. work she did. And then he and then he never saw. No, the, the second part is part of it though. Like he smashed a girl while she was painting. But it wasn't. 
it wasn't anything that the the woman who was because I'm saying from her from the accuser standpoint, none of that was anything that she was making an issue. Like she she said, I got the sense, and I don't want to put words in her mouth that she had been tried before. She knew what it was. She rebuffed it, got back to doing her work, got her money, and moved on with her life. But I, but I guess what I'm and I, never I, never I, went to the cops and never went tried to get try to sue him for money like the other girl. The other right. girl is trying to sue him for money. So the and well, well, but the larger point, right, is why would I support any of those shenanigans? The the him even going back to when he was in Pittsburgh, you know, going live in the locker room with Tomlin. Right. Why why would I support that type of foolishness? You know, I support Teddy Bridgewater. I support Julio Jones. Right. I support people that you know. If, if we're talking about black people supporting other black people, I support black people that's out there handling their business. Antonio Brown seems like, you know, the black version of Evil Knievel. Like he trying to just wreck everything in sight. And yeah. so no, I don't <clears throat> I don't support that kind of behavior. I don't support particularly when you in the middle what you did to get out of the Raiders was to me just awful. And yeah. for Robert Kraft and Tom Brady to to to, to, to sign you after that. After that. Yeah. yeah. And then and then they kept you on even after finding out about the initial investigation. And 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 so and then you have this these other things that subsequently come out and then after you get cut then you start posting stuff about Robert Kraft him in the massage parlor Ben Roethlisberger Shannon Sharp this that's not what like I'm not, I don't support none of that so no if if we're talking about the black community turning its back on I, I turn my back on foolishness all the time I turn my back on foolishness from my kids I turn my back on foolishness from Antonio Brown and wherever I can, wherever sure. it's presented to me, no matter what, the I'm not lending is. my support right. to you know Negro nonsense. Right now, that's fair enough. Um, speaking of whether you know, because if I guess it, if Antonio Brown's career might be over, it, it got me to thinking about a couple of other situations that have sort of emerged in the NFL. Um, what we've seen with Cam Newton this year, it's a couple things that make this situation really interesting for me. And I know you have some takes because you are, um, you know, full disclosure, a Cam hater. I am not. You are. I am not. You absolutely are. That's not the right disclosure even. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's the full disclosure, <laughs> Cam hater. I'm not. Um, but let's move past that because the, the people will be able to go back and hey, review. You can't just put out fake news. That's not <laughs> fake news. You just went Trump. That's like, not fake news. Yeah, there's a lot of people. When I throw it back to you. Know that he hates Cam. When I, when I, get, when I throw it back to you, they'll be able to make their own decisions. <laughs> um, but Cam is in an interesting position in that um, his, his style of play um, might be catching up with him. The injuries are starting to mount. Uh, he came into the season with a shoulder, uh, a surgically repaired shoulder, shoulder that he's had to work through. Anybody who's had that that surgery, it does take some time, even once you're back in the game, to regain uh, power and accuracy. So that was an issue. Then he has a, a what I believe they're calling a Liz Frank injury, which is a foot injury that he suffered in the preseason. So he's played the first couple of games – um, less than stellar, uh, obviously beat up and obviously uh, injured and suffering uh, in the play and is uh, not delivering. Add to the fact that they bring in this uh, this kid's undrafted free agent, Kyle Allen from Kyle Texas Allen, A&M. Kyle Allen, Texas A&M. And, uh, That's he's why Kyler in. Murray left. Yeah, exactly. Good enough to make Kyler Murray transfer is a great point. And um, all of a sudden this guy comes in and makes the offense look like what a lot of people, I think, came in, coming into the season thought the offense would look like. You know, you got a dynamic running back who I know you also don't like, um, but I think is a dynamic player. Um, and then they've added a, a, some decent receivers. And they've, all, you know, they've, they've tried to retool the tools around him. Wait, did I say something wrong? It's the fakest of news. So, I know wait, you didn't like... name Christian McCaffrey scrappy dude? That wasn't you? I did. I did because you you, had, you named him Scrappy Doo because Scrappy Doo because you respected his play little little white boy moves like oh I was Scrappy Doo this go this way this way that way I have since been disproven. Christian McCaffrey is one of the top running backs in the game. He's earned my respect and totally. But he didn't have it. So when I say you no, were a hater, no, he did not. not he did not have it because he was out there in the Pac-10 going up. But I told you stuff. in the Pac-10 that I he was, was cutting up. I was wrong. I was well. Obviously, he was cutting up. Yeah. We saw that, but I was wrong about Christian McCaffrey. He is hard by any measure, any race, any any of that. That's real shit. Yeah, 
<laughs> I give you that. Um, so, anyways, is Cam in trouble? Like you said something to me offline. You asked me the question, and we 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 decided to kind of save the conversation for here. But is Cam at a point where the hits have mounted up? He was never he was never a dynamic uh, pocket passer to begin with. Sort of his game, the success of his game came from his ability to improvise. And a lot of the things that he got done, even going back to the MVP season, was improvisational. Now that he doesn't seem to be able to do those things without getting hurt, is he on a sharp decline on the way to be out the league? I think he was always on decline from a passer uh, perspective. What what bailed him out all the time was his strength uh, because he always had bad footwork. So he never seemingly dedicated himself to becoming a pocket passer, which was always my, uh, which was always my my problem with him. Um, you know, a lot of times he would release the ball and his feet would be parallel with his shoulders. Yeah, a he, lot of times, and he would be able to drive that ball in because he had, he was he was so strong. Um, so as it relates to you know, but I've never thought he was a really good quarterback. Anyway, he was was he a great playmaker? Yes, uh, but was he a great quarterback? No, and I think that I think that. Honestly, if we look at if we look at his career, he's played for nine seasons. If but that that's loosely because he the ninth season is this year. He started off obviously zero two, no touchdown passes. But that's six out of that's six out of um, eight eight years. Um, you know that that or, or they missed the playoffs. So so you got so you've got you've got a guy. Oh, and I'm sorry, not missed the playoffs, but had a losing record. So what are you walking away from exactly? If most of the time, I'm assuming if they had losing yes. records that they missed the playoffs, if or did they? Remember, they won a division at with seven that, and nine. Yeah, with seven and nine. Yeah. So if you have, if you draft a quarterback number one overall, you would hope after nine seasons you would have more, or eight seasons you would have more than three winning seasons, right. which they but have. One not of those had. was in the Super Bowl. What you well you want to win the Super Bowl. You don't right. want to go fifteen and one and then the very next season have one of the worst seasons you've had. But it's kind of the Lovey Smith effect. Where sometimes getting to the Super Bowl allows you some equity with the team that gets you like even the. But Lovey made contract. the playoffs after that. Cameron, but Lovey, Lovey missed the playoffs six out of the nine years that he coached the team. Cam- but right in the middle of all of that was a Super Bowl but, uh, berth. But they didn't. But, but it got him more time. But he didn't he have losing seasons though. He didn't have losing seasons like Cameron has had. Cameron, Facts. Cameron, like Lovey Smith missed out on the playoffs with a ten and six season. And I know I always harp on the that. Last, yeah, the very, his last. Season. Yeah, he that's a double. Well, because win. he had a mandate going into the season is, is playoffs or or over, and they missed the playoffs. Okay, so so I just think that. Like I don't know what you like. Like I think people have gotten caught up in the novelty of what Cameron was, um, as opposed to what he actually delivered to the city. Um, is he probably the most important player in their history? Yeah, yeah, I, I would go that far. You know, in their twenty-five year history. Yeah, but at the same time, that's probably more of a reflection of them and the success that they've had, as opposed to his greatness per se. So you know, and then you have Kyle, and I told you. Right before they took the field, they're about to get a win. And Kyle Allen came out there, I believe he went 20 for 28, four touchdown passes. They hadn't had any touchdown passes the whole season. Right. Uh, Curtis Samuel caught his first touchdown pass of the year, DJ Moore, and Greg Olson caught two. So I know at least between Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, they had to feel like the reparations bill had just been passed. <laughs> like in the locker, like, you get yours? Yeah, I got mine. <laughs> you get oh, everybody. Oh, you get yours out there? Yeah, I got mine. Everybody, like the offense. And you know what? North Turner is probably like, this is what I was doing in Dallas. This is what my offense looks yeah, like. like and, and yeah, you see the utilization of Greg Olson, similar to Novacek. Yeah. So you've got, so in my opinion, here's what I think. And I told you this before. I think he should retire because you got the perfect excuse. Because no, because most people are not going to agree with what I'm saying. They're going to like man, so Cam could be like, yeah, if I hadn't had that Liz Frank, I won. I was about to ready to tear out five Super Bowls in a row. And you, so it's a legitimate injury. Which this injury takes people out for seasons. Uh, right. I believe Malik Jackson, uh, for um, football player for Philly, got this injury week one. He's on IR for the rest of the year. Right. So, so you have a perfect opportunity to just cloak cloak your whackness in this injury and just go on off into the sunset and be like, yeah, injury took me out, but I wanted the best ever to do it. You know, you could just you could just say that and there's going to be a lot of uninformed people that be like, yeah, he was. You saw when he used to dab and, and you can just have that be because if you continue, because the one thing that would protect your terrible passing 
mechanics was on third and eight, you can get out and scuff and run and get you a 15-yard pickup with your feet and get up and dab, and, and everybody's going to forget about what got them in that position. So, right. so for me, I think, Cam, the, the, the savvy play is to retire because you because, – <laughs> Because you've been you, I mean, because if you look at before all these injuries took place, you were whacked from inside the pocket to begin with. But people never they you, but you made four Pro Bowls, you know. So so people aren't gonna necessarily subscribe to what I'm saying, which is fine. I'm just giving you a good way to hit that eject button and just you know get on up out of here with your whatever legacy you have or people think you have intact. Um. Yeah, I disagree with that. Um. The, just the end part, the, the retirement part. Um, you know, obviously some of the statistical things, you know, you can't argue with those. Um, but I think also part of the statistics is that he's an MVP of the league. He's led his team to a Super Bowl, which not everybody can say. He's won at every level. level Rex, that Rex Grossman at. can say that. Yeah, he can. He can. Um, <laughs> Kerry but, Collins. Did yeah, it twice. No, there's there's some guys who can say it, but not everybody can say it. That's the point. Some like Dan Fouts can't say it. He's one of the greatest ever do it. Did Kerry win one? Who? Did Kerry Collins win one? No. With with the Ravens? Who was the quarterback when they won the first time? Um it was Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, that's right. Dilfer. That's right. Um but and and this and Cam's been um I feel like I have to at least come and and, and, and represent the other side of this. Cam is You a, don't have to do that. Cam has won at every level. He's won a junior college championship. He's he's beat Saban. Like people don't beat Saban. He's beat Saban. He won a championship in college. He's won enough to get to a Super Bowl in the pros. Like you said, four Pro Bowls and MVP. So we're not talking about EJ Manuel here. Your framing of it makes him sound like EJ Manuel, makes him sound like um Ryan Leaf. It makes him sound like you know some players that are cons- like are just bad football players. So when you start talking about retire at a point where I think even with bad footwork and all those things, healthy, he's still uh, even to your point, he's still a middle. He's a middling quarterback. He's not the worst in the league. He's not the best in the league. He's like 15, 16, 17. He's he's right in there, which is the going rate for that is anywhere from 20 to $30 million a year. Why retire from that you when think, you're that? You think somebody going to pay for their quarterback to be walking around in Walmart with no shirt on for $21 million? Absolutely. And then go out here and do what he was doing, throw no touchdowns, 54% passing. Like, that. I'm not doing that. Hey, he can't run no more. I think – I guess what I'm saying is I think what you saw – The answer from, to what, your question what you've is been, yes. What you've been seeing from Cameron – what you've been seeing from him, it ain't gonna get no better. You you think that that it could get better when he comes back? Cause now now he got his foot. He didn't stubbed his foot. So now, I mean, the, the thing that made are, him are you, are you asking me if he's healthy? Is is his play better? Absolutely. The, the one thing that made him dynamic that covered up all his deficiencies inside the pocket is bad mechanics. His his escapability, and 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 when he got outside the pocket, his ability to take on contact as well. Yeah, and still fall forward. Such a big guy. And, and being able to do that, so he he Ryan Leaf was never a playmaker. Cam, Cameron Newton was a playmaker. Right. Don't get it twisted. He was a playmaker, but he was whack inside the pocket, and that has always been my uh, my biggest problem with him because I was like because he always played with. How do you compare him to Mike Vick as a Mike Vick? Fan? Similar, very similar, v- very similar. Would you would you ever say? Particularly in the moment when Hell Mike nah. Vick was playing, that Mike Vick was whacking the pocket. Hell no, nah, I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> but you know, after he got Leavenworth, which Mike Vick now says is the best thing that ever happened to him, gosh, it just hurts so deep. That you know, he finally dedicated himself to the position, the little nuances, uh, and and you know, obviously we know the numbers that he put up um, in that office with Andy Reid, going to another Pro Bowl, maybe two earning another $100 million contract, saying, that, you know, he finally started to study defenses and dedicate him. So had he done that in Atlanta, he would have won a couple of Super Bowls. Right. So Michael Vick, uh, I, I think they're extremely similar uh, in, 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 in how they played the game. And I, and I feel like – and the problem – and I was telling somebody this yesterday. The problem is with, with a guy like Cameron and Michael Vick is when you stepped on the field ever since you could breathe, you've been the best athlete 
period. And it's gotten you this far. Number one overall pick, right. you know, Pro Bowls. How do you con- – They're not just giving those out. Yeah, how do you convince someone to, 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 to dedicate themselves to a part that they've been able to basically skirt or be, be able to just not pay that much attention to and still have the success that they've had? The difference is, you know, when guys don't have that, let's say like a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady or, you know, uh, some of the guys that don't have the mobility, they they have to beat you in other ways. And I think that if if Cameron would have done that, if he would have really changed his mechanics like they try to sell you that poor bill of goods every single season, they they rebuilt his mechanics, he's been working on his mechanics, and he does the same thing every season. H- had he done that – I think they could have won multiple Super Bowls. So you think, given he, that defense and that run game that yeah. they had, holy smokes! I think that they could have. And his arm. So you, so you're ready to say there's no improvement based on health. I yeah, I think I think just given the one thing that, like I said, that made him dynamic, that covered up all the deficiencies as a passer was his escapability, and not just the escapability, but to be dynamic in the open field, to be able to yeah. make guys miss, to be able to. But get there's them. no adjustment. To, from your from your standpoint, there's no adjustment to be had. There's no growth and evolution within the position we've, because because we've seen we've seen other guys because he been doing the same, he was doing the same thing as far as his mechanics this season. Like there was no change. But he's been hurt from from he was hurt in preseason because we only got a two game sample. Like let's 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 put it in perspective. I'll put it in perspective. Have, but, but no, hold on a second. Let me let me just make this point. We have a two game sample, and in that two game sample. We're still recovering from the shoulder surgery in the offseason, and he had the Liz Frank injury from the preseason. So he's what you saw was a completely hurt on the foot and re- rebuilding and regenerating of the strength and the power in the shoulder. That's what we've seen. Now, are you saying that's Cam? What you saw in the two-game sample, you feel like that's him? I'm saying of the eight seasons, he's only had three above 60% completion percentage Double-digit interceptions every single year, and despite that, that's that's despite that's that, the Cameron. No, that, that's but, what I'm talking about. No, Forget no, no, the injuries. No, no, no. But no, I'm, you got to get above six percent. But but listen, to what I'm saying with I'm, no I'm, injuries, I'm boiling it down specifically to what you were saying regarding when he was, by majority people's definition, successful. That he was able to make plays, take contact, do those sort of things, and improvise. Here's the thing. With health, you don't even feel like he'll be able to get back to those types of things, even back to the play that made him at let's say let's say we agree on the fact that he's an average middle of the pack quarterback with those skill set with that skill set. You don't even think he can return back to that. You think for it's best for him to walk out the league. I think yes, I think it's best for Cam Newton to retire just given away because now you're saying that if he gets back to this escapability. I'm just saying, if he gets back to health, if he gets, if he, he has a, a a healed Liz Frank, and the shoulder regains its power and its strength, like the, what we saw with Andrew Luck. I'm not comparing his style of play to Andrew Luck, but we saw that when Andrew Luck came back from a similar injury, he threw underneath. He, you know what I'm saying? He had to make, the team had to make adjustments because of the shoulder uh, rebuilding and healing. So you saying if he can So I'm just I'm asking you specifically about health. Right. If so you okay okay I want to make sure I understand the question. You're saying Because you're he, saying it's the same cam as Ben Cam. If he yes, so But what I'm get, saying is this cam has clearly been hurt and the sample size of that hurt play is two games. Well, I guess okay, but what I, I guess prior to that the guy won four went to four pro bowls, won an MVP and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we also that, had No that's a given. Six not, seasons of, no one's of arguing under 500. With, no, Y'all no want that arguing, back? No. What I'm saying is no one's arguing with the stats, but the stats and the production still said that he's better than Marcus Mariota, that he's better than uh, Jameis Winston, that there's plenty of quarterbacks that he can outperform. The, the stats don't say that at all. Now The results now, the, say the, that. The, the record may say that, but his play inside the pocket – Passing his 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 completion percentage, his yardage, all of these things have been. I believe they average 18th uh, in passing since he's been in the league. Right. So so I don't so know that, what that, that supports what I'm saying. What that he's, part about he's a middling NFL like lower middle? Well, 16 is the middle. Yeah. So lower. Right. So he's in that. If you were to bracket <laughs> off the middle, that he's not at the bottom. He's, he's low, not 32. He's lower than that. <laughs> so so my point to you is, he should hit the eject button. Even though he can still, by the definition of what a starting quarterback gets paid, draw down 
22 to 30 million dollars. Well, if he can get them, if you want to play, if he's for, healthy, he's a starter. If in you want to play for money, then and I mean, I'm not saying play I mean, for money. I'm, I'm just, saying he's a starting caliber quarterback. It's 32 jobs in the NFL. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think that. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that. I think. So you don't think you don't think that. Cam Newton healthy is better than Marcus Mariota? No, no, I do not. I do. No, I, I, we we gonna. We, I, yeah, I yeah, definitely don't believe that he's better than Marcus Mariota. Well, I, uh, um, well, put it this way: I tell you this, Marcus Mariota is out of, he's out of Tennessee. So is Cameron. I don't think Cameron's necessarily Shit. out of out of. They, he's he he's gonna count for twenty one million dollars on the cap in twenty twenty. So you think he's gonna get cut? Yeah, if you let Kyle Allen come out here and do what he did for the next two three seasons, I mean two three games. You hey. think that's all it will take to to erase? Well, he's not gonna get his job back. You think so? Yeah, I don't man. How right. you gonna? Well, look, yeah. we're two games in. We're three. Well, we're three. We're two games into to to Cam sample Cam size. Cam is whackness. Zero and two, no touchdown passes, one pick, fifty five. All right. Well, completion. let's let's move on. Let's we, move on we, on we, that because we we he gonna be. we're 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 three weeks in. All right. So that's a lot of definitive talk for for three weeks in. Although you might end up being correct. Um. Let's talk about uh, one of my guys, who's also one of your guys that you hate, um, Baker Mayfield. Hate is a strong word. You've said on the show before you've hated it. I, I never said it. I hated it. Oh my god! I never Please said. Don't make me I go never find said the audio. word hate. Please don't make me. Get I never the audio. said the word hate. Okay? okay. All right. Hate is a strong word. Adjective. I don't hate. I try. I don't hate anyone except for, you know, who. I don't All right. That. So. I'm gonna let you. You go ahead and I'm gonna let you have your speech. What? Do, what do you mean? What speech? What are we talking? Oh, no, you about? got a speech lined up. You, you got your Baker. Make, I don't. Make, you got your Baker. Mayfield I don't have speech. a Baker Mayfield. Speech. Four score and seven years ago, <laughs> I don't. I started hating <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> no, you know he actually got on my nerves. Uh, the 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 most was I was when he uh, the what he did in in, in uh in uh at the horseshoe. Uh, uh, we're trying to plant the flag in the middle of uh, in the middle of the, uh, of the shoe. I just thought that that's, was that, that's what that's what said. Well, that's what kind of put my eye on him, and then with the grabbing of the crotch, and I just I just, all ba- ba- just Baker that Mayfield all, that all bothers Baker, you. Baker Baker Mayfield. Yeah, because if he was black, he'd be looked at as you know uncontrolled, uncontrollable. But when so you, you white, but when you white, they look at it as fiery and competitive. And I think he that, is fiery and competitive. Yo, Oh, he's fiery and competitive. You know, I think, those are, I think those are good adjectives. He's immature and petulant. That's what he is. I mean, it, it, I think it's immature and petulant when you're one and two. I think it's fiery and competitive well, when you're two and one. <laughs> it's a matter of perspective. <laughs> well, I, well, I've been saying that regardless. When he's, yeah, you have said that. So, so, so. I mean, what, what do you want me to say about Baker? I don't Mayfield? know. You say what you want to say. You know, hey, look. I think. I think. I think. I, it's happening the way that I thought it would happen. I thought that the film would, would come out. I thought with expectation and a lack of leadership across the board in Cleveland that this this is what could happen. I also believe that they're probably going to be one and six. What three weeks from? No, four weeks from now. You so know they're going to drop the next four. Yeah, the the next four they're playing at Baltimore. They're going to get rolled. They play at San Francisco. It's a winnable game because actually San Francisco's record is not necessarily. Reflective it's deceptive of the type of football they yeah, particularly with the They're three and zero against three zero and three teams, um, and they play um, they play home against Seattle and then at New England. Yeah, so that's a tough road to hold, particularly yeah. particularly with you know you got you, you have uh, their schedule is definitely softer in the second half. Correct, and I think that what's going to happen they'll they'll win a couple of games. It just took a little bit for us to get going, but we're ready to go. It's like, dude, it's the same thing. Like when you play playoff teams last year, you were one and five. And I think it's unfolding the way that I thought it would this year. Um, you know, they're they're twenty fifth in rushing, um, the twenty fifth in scoring, twenty third ranked offense. Um, you know, they're scoring sixteen point three points a game, down six points from last year. I just think that everything with more weapons, um, you know, maybe just like ninety nine commercials instead of one hundred Baker. You know, maybe maybe. He, you know, what I mean, they brought in Prince, the play receiver, with his watch and and, and, and you know his revolution, and you know he he's there, but he's wearing watches and stuff in the middle of the game. Then you got you know, I just think I think it was a train wreck. I think you had a lot of people, a lot, not a lot of people, but you added a couple of pieces who require a lot of attention, and they haven't necessarily. When you say a couple of pieces. What are those pieces besides Odell Beckham? Well, Odell Beckham. Okay, they, so added, they, they added Odell Beckham. Okay. Right. They added well, well, yeah, but that feels like a couple. Okay, <laughs> I just like, want to be clear. That feels like mad pieces. I, I, I know you're, lay, so, you're laying it on, but you add, but you, I just want to be but clear you don't it. have you have l- no leadership from the coach. 
to and you got John Dorsey there. John Dorsey, ever since Kansas City got rid of him, they've been on the upswing. And I think that from so from top down, you just don't have. They're on the upswing with his players, though. Look, look, they, they Pat Mahomes and 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 uh, and Andy Reid. I, I think they're on the upswing due to those two guys and their chemistry. But 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 Dorsey is a personnel guy that's pretty good at his job. So you think okay? So you think that Dorsey and you think where is the leadership coming from? Where's well, the leadership? Because I, I, I asked that on the field leadership. Is the responsibility of the head coach. Okay. And then you translate that to guys in the locker room and you prefer it, if your quarterback has some tenure, for him to be one of the leaders in the locker room. Um, so, yes, you're probably seeing that in Mahomes, although I don't think they're, they're um I'm saying, where's it coming from in Cleveland? I think, well, it, here's That's the That's why I asked you Here's the, the problem what I think in Cleveland. And, I, and I, I think it's like a lot of people running around with their hair off, and I'll put you in that uh, hair on fire, and I'll put you in that uh, category as well. And, my, hair's, and much, my hair's wet. But on fire, <laughs> theoretically. Um, and I, and, I, and I was, here's the reason. Because, again, we have a sample size of, of, of three games. They're one and two. The, the last game against the, the Rams was a competitive game. They had the ball uh, with a chance to score, to take the lead or win, I believe to win, or to tie. The fourth and nine draw play? Yeah. the fourth. I mean, listen, there's <laughs> there's some there's some things going on weird, there. bro. It's a weird play calling, and, and I've watched all of the Cleveland games up to this point. My assessment is they have a very leaky offensive line, which is – that's not an assessment. That's a fact. Yeah, like, and, and it's affecting. And he he be calling empty shotgun sets. <laughs> yeah, like they're not, they're, and they're not adjusting. They're not, they're not, they're, they're, there's very few um, two-man patterns, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of just, you know, wide openness. <laughs> and But at the same time, I feel like these things can be adjusted because they have talent. Um, I think the defense, if not great, is good. Um I think that the, obviously the playmakers are there. Joku, I think, is on injured reserve though. He is, and I think that will hurt because he definitely gave them, um, you know, the the much needed uh, underneath that Baker doesn't like to 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 check down to. He doesn't. He has to understand that sometimes the check down is your friend, and you live to fight another day. He wants to drive the ball down the Ask field. Tom Brady. He wants to push the ball down the James field. James White. Yeah, and you just be. I think he'll evolve there. I, I'm I'm a supporter of him. I still believe that the arrow's pointing up. I'm not where you are. I'll stand by my ten wins and playoffs, and we'll see where it goes. No way they get ten wins. No way. No. I, like I said, way. as we sit here after three games Whew. at one and two, I'm standing by my original. Uh, he he told us in the off season the hype is real. That's what that's what that's what. No, Baker I said it right here on the show. Baker said the hype is real. Yeah. And I said the hype is real. Hype I said it right here. <laughs> the hype is the hype, hype is real. Is <laughs> real whack. Nah, listen. One the and hype, two. The hype is real. It's one and two. Hey, it's a lot Baker, of one and two. Look y'all, at my y'all beard. one and two. Look at my beard. Baker. Ain't y'all one and two? My Baker. My Baker. My beard and my Baker. I'm bakering. It's Baker. <laughs> you make him sound Scottish. <laughs> oh, Baker. I'm in there. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Like he just walked through the huddle and that shit. Ding, ding, ding. Stop. <laughs> Collaborate <laughs> and listen. listen. I'm about to call a plate in your ass. <laughs> like, like, what are you? T- Baker. <laughs> okay, let's talk uh, quickly a little bit about... Um, I want to talk about the uh, Cowboys' hot start. All right. Um, because I think the, hot, the the thing about the Cowboys' hot start, not even so much that they're winning, because they haven't played what I believe to be a tough schedule. Uh, Miami. I think they're all in three, Washington, right? <laughs> and I forget the third, in the Giants. So yeah. you're talking about uh, two. Well, now, no, the Giants. Yeah, Giants pulled out a game that Daniel. they should not have won. <laughs> down 28 to 10. But not even sorry. that. Or down 10 to 28, sorry. Yeah, but not even just that. That Tampa Bay had a chip shot field goal from like that they had the audacity because we do it on you do it on Madden and stuff like that. They lined it up in the middle so he can kick it straight down the middle from like thirty five yards. But they still had to be and in position to to do that. I mean, without Saquon, yeah, like, like with, but that's a game that's supposed to be uh, that's an L. It's an L if it's Eli because what happened is Daniel Jones came in and we're supposed to have been talking about Dak. But Daniel Jones came in, and and I see this. I've seen this because I had a quarterback in Michael Vick 
who provided us this this one intangible. And it's just belief in juice. And Daniel Jones, they, and they look similar in every single way, the way they throw the ball. But what Daniel Jones has is mobility. And he picked up a couple of key third downs, one in particular on in, in the fourth quarter with his feet. And 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 but he scored two rushing touchdowns. And so and so yes, and he ran one in on on a QB waggle, I believe. Mm-hmm. Waggle, that's like eighties. Anyway, point yeah. is, uh, and so he was able to provide them. I think people like you know, they may hold their blocks a little longer, run their routes a little crisper. Oh, he juiced the team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, no, I'm not taking anything away from him. All I'm saying is, it was supposed to be the story was supposed to be he played well in a loss. And he played well and and stole one. Yeah, he stole a game. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not buying anything about the Giants. I'm buying it about Daniel. And it was on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm buying him. In 90-degree weather. And I was wrong because I came on here and, <laughs> and killed the Giants for drafting him. And it's so, a, so did Baker. <laughs> Is did it he? too late to say I'm sorry? Yeah. That's one game. In, in the GQ interview. <laughs> Listen, it's one game. He said it blew his mind. that they it, took But him. it blew everybody's mind. I don't think. I, I, yeah, but you can't say that when you whack. He <laughs> he's, he's, how's he whack? Because you're the one I you at 56% completion percentage, one and two, with. with at the, the time he said it, he was the record he was whack for the most touchdown he was passes whack as when a rookie. He said it. That, by he definition, whack. he's not whack. He was whack when he said it. See, that's hate. That is hate. That's Anyways, hate. Um, I, I, can, I own that. Dallas hot start and how they're doing it is drawing attention to Dak's contract. Because Dak has done, an, I feel, an amazing job of showing people and it is, it's kind of out of the Russell, West, uh, the Russell Wilson playbook. It's just be quiet and let your play secure your contract. Just shut your ass up. Just Yeah, I didn't want to say it like that. You want to say ass? I, I didn't want to say it like that. Extra urban. Ass. I said it like suburban. You said it extra urban. Ass. <laughs> I think that um, he's played extremely well. Uh, and he has. If you look at his record, I, I, I saw something coming into uh, over the last 14 games. He's 11-3 and over his last 14. I think Cameron's 0-8 in his last eight. Might be. Um, compare that to Car- Carson Wentz. Who's six and eight sure. in his last fourteen? Sure, and, and got all the money and got all the bread. Yeah. So every day that you are that and you're representing this way, all you're doing is just solidifying your contract relative to Carson Wentz. That number, by the time he get finished, like I just so I just pulled up the numbers right here. He's seventy four point five percent completion percentage on the season, nine hundred and twenty yards, nine touchdowns, and two. Interceptions, and I don't have the rushing numbers up, but he's thirty-five and sixteen since he came into the league. That he gonna be at two hundred million before he gets yeah hey, at, like, this, at this rate at this yeah. clip because yeah. the, because the excuse now I guess for Jerry Jones is maybe the competition, maybe the teams that they play. But if he come out in these next two three games and is putting up similar numbers and they winning, yeah, you you what you're doing is you you you're betting the stock market and it's not going. You're trying to short a stock. And it ain't going your <laughs> yeah, way. It ain't yeah. going the direction and you and I think I think the other thing too is I think getting Zeke back and then even having uh, the kid Pollard to spell him is like the the running game is open, alive, and well. They're they they got it seriously going. Both both backs had a hundred yards the last game, um, and when that running game and that offensive line they stay healthy and they're blocking like the way they're blocking, the play action is nasty. They got Amari Cooper over there who's making plays like. When they get when they get the other guy back, I mean, Dallas looks tough, man. And Dak is a playmaker. Yeah. If the line breaks down, you know what he can do? He, he can take off. He could take off. Yeah. Or, or, or and this is not this is probably not highlighted enough, where a guy can just get out of the pocket, and just throw it back to the to the uh, to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's second yeah. and ten or it's yeah. third. Yeah, live to fight another day. Exactly, and he can do that. Yeah. Obviously, he can break one, uh, you know, uh, and get pick you, pick you up seven eight yards, sometimes more. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he can just get them, he 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 is what they thought was a game manager, is turning out to be with each seemed like with each consecutive season, he's just getting better and better. Russell Wilson said after the third season, which kind of blew my mind a little bit, that the light bulb came on and the game started to slow down for him. But you won the Super Bowl in the second season. But 
Right. But whatever. Right. But, you know. Uh, Which is entirely possible, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the man's like, got a high you, ceiling. You, yeah, the highest <laughs> yeah. ceiling. But, but I just think, you know, I think I think that, you know, Jerry, if, he, if he's, you know, I mean, you're a betting man, you, you lost this one, man. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he rolled the dice and it's not coming back. Yeah. And he's going to have to pay that man. His and money. how about Melvin? Coming yeah, back. Melvin's back. Melvin's back in camp. Um, question: I wonder will he play this week? No, he's not. He's definitely not, he's playing. not playing. Okay, this I, week. I hadn't heard. But I told you he need you know he need that for his hair. You know because he got a lot of hair, so he need. <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't think he's gonna be in San Diego. I don't think they have any intention of paying him more than what they slotted to pay him this year. Yeah, but if but but given the fact that they start off one and two, I think now whatever plan you had to. Limit his touches, or if you had that, limit it and work in Austin Eckler a little more. That plans out the window. Yeah. You're trying to get to the playoffs. You got to have your best players on. And from all accounts, at least from Keenan Allen and everything that you've heard, is like Melvin Gordon is the engine. Melvin Gordon is the guy that makes that team go. And so if you, and I don't know if you saw the footage of him walking into the locker room. It was fantastic. Yeah. You know, guys were happy to. Well, and, yeah, because guys never get mad about you. Doing what you got to do for your check. Yeah, but I mean, like they were courting him walking in. That's a different. That's a yeah. different type of reception. Yeah, no, guys, they respect him. Guys breaking out the phones, like yo. Well, the, here's the issue in San Diego: is that Derwin James is missing. They have some key injuries, and Derwin James is a monster. Now, Derwin real though. Yeah, he's real with it, and he's uh, one of the best safeties in the league. And they lost him early. I don't know if it's for the whole season or if they have a chance to get him back in November. But he missing him is hurt. Um, the running game, believe it or not, has been. It's been fine. It's been okay. But where it's affected them is with Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers, when when Gordon is in the game, is a completely different quarterback. But Phil is getting to that point, interestingly enough, Phil is getting to that point where um, where you're looking at, is this the end? Because two other guys in his class, Eli and Ben, are now staring down the barrel of this might be it. Like, uh, the Steelers... 0-3 start, been on a non-contact arm injury. Like, that's the stuff you don't want to see. That's the stuff that you don't come back from. Yeah, because it's like you only have so many throws. Yeah, you got so and, many and, throws and that in an like, elbow. It's like, kind of like Kobe. Like, you only have so many elevations, you know. Yeah. And then it snaps. And so, yeah, I mean, Phillip is, is coming. And then, and, then, and then the thing about Melvin is he's a three down back. Yeah. They don't have they don't take him out on third downs a lot of times. Right. They just so, spell him. Yeah, you yeah. just exactly. So if he can stay healthy, uh obviously. I mean everybody always says that. But it's it's mission it's the reason why they haven't paid him this much. Yeah. Oh, this far, sorry. Yeah. It's the reason why they haven't paid him this far. If he can stay healthy and come out and be effective and they start, they go on and they win two, three games in a row, uh and and he hits the you know the the, the open market He'll get he'll get the number that he was looking for. He'll get he'll get somewhere near that to a team that that really wants to run the ball. But like in this wide open style of Falcon. yeah yeah. I, well, I thought I actually thought that um, Houston, you know, when they lost um, when they lost their running back, um, I thought they would go for him. And I was uh, Lamar Lamar yeah Smith. Lamar Smith yeah, yeah yeah from Liberty City yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting as we get into this next week of football. To, to to monitor a couple of these situations. A lot of new fresh blood at the quarterback position um, right out here right now. We're going to have our eyes on Daniel Jones. Kyle Allen. We'll be watching Kyle Allen. Uh, we'll be watching Baker Mayfield, who's one of those Mason new quarterbacks. Rudolph. Uh, yeah. Mason Rudolph for the Steelers. So keep your eye on that because it might be a changing of the guard. We might be seeing the, the Mannings and the Roethlisbergers and those guys. And even Aaron Rodgers is not playing Really good and real quick right on Lamar. Aaron Rodgers playing the worst football of his career on, right now. On Lamar Smith, uh, they had more first downs than Kansas City in that game. They outrushed them, and the passing numbers were comparable. Court, teams don't do that in Arrowhead. They don't do that. They lost, but it was a, it was a, it was. You mean Lamar me, Jackson? Lamar Jackson. That's yeah. right. Sorry, Lamar Jackson. That's telling. And that, yeah. and that, I mean, to be able to still perform that way and go toe to toe. Now he didn't play as well as. Pat did, but their offense, and so I, I like uh, Baltimore a lot. Baltimore is a real has a real shot to win the Super Bowl. Facts, yes, yes, they do because they play a style that is based around the quarterback's yeah. strengths. Mm-hmm. The kid can do what they ask him to do. Uh, and here's the thing: I'm not convinced about Kansas City because their defense is still soft, and you got to have a defense to win the championship. Sure. I don't care what nobody says. You're not gonna 
Eric Coyle your way to a Super Bowl title. So um, we're going to watch this week. We're going to come back in a couple of days. Uh, we're going to come back on, as in baseball, they say, we're going to come back on three days rest and uh, uh, and get another podcast up so we can talk about the action from this weekend. Um, before we get out of here, I want to always invite you guys to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, which is where it all goes down. You get to see these, uh, see all of this stuff play out um, in its entirety. Um, you can get the audio through the normal podcast platforms on Spotify, Apple Music, and you can also follow us on our social media, um, which is Statlines Matter at Instagram, at Twitter, and uh, get updates on uh, where I, what we're doing, our activities on our Statlines Matter Facebook. Also, you can always reach us on our hotline, which is area code 404-500-9017. So, um, so yeah, so another episode in the books. We will see you guys here back in a few days on Stat Lines Matter. to my face I ain't come for games say to my face say to my say to my face